Hello and welcome to the Stage Spot Podcast, a place where we talk to performers, creatives and fans about all things theatre. Hosted by Tim Talks Theatre's founder, Tim Todd. Hello everybody, my name's Tim from Tim Talks Theatre and welcome to the Tim Talks Theatre Podcast. In today's episode I'm going to be talking to Rebecca Manley, the writer of Ada for the National Youth Theatre. So let's see what we ch- chatted about. Uh, what I like to do to sort of break, break the ice a bit, I've done this with most of my um, interviews before, is um, if you could tell me two truths and one lie about yourself. and then we'll, Okay. And then we'll come back to it at the near the end of the okay doke two truths and a lie okay hang on i'm just gonna i have to write these down because whenever i do this i end up doing either three truths or three lies so i'm just gonna make sure i definitely give you a lie and two truths okay so that um uh Okay, so the the three facts are um, I was a former junior um, champion gymnast. Okay. Uh, The second one is I didn't believe in streaming at school, so I gave out the answers to the end of year science exam and we had to, the whole... Um, of the year group had to resit their science tests. And the third fact is I have a strange physiological response to bagpipes. And when I hear them played, I get overcome with embarrassment and go bright red. Okay. There you go. Thank you. So um, what I usually do do with um, my interviews is um, we ask, I ask, I've got a couple of questions and then we have a chat about the answers. It's all just a general chat. Um, I don't want to make it hard for anybody. If you don't want to answer it, that's fine. Okay. So what, what would you say was your most memorable theatre experience uh, as a child or young adult? Oh. Did you say as a child or a young adult? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I hardly, I didn't go to the theatre as a kid at all, I don't think. Uh, I think maybe I once went to a pantomime in Bradford uh, and that was quite memorable actually because it had Sooty in it and Matthew, whatever he was called, who was Sooty's manipulator, puppeteer, whatever and he was in a cafe near the Alhambra theatre afterwards and I went and asked for his autograph and he wasn't very friendly he swore at me and and very begrudgingly borrowed a lipstick off a woman he was with and scrawled on it so that was a bit memorable for all the wrong reasons but um I guess oh god do you know what I didn't yeah I didn't start going to the theatre until I was quite a lot um 
older, but as a young adult, um, I think it was probably, you know, seeing stuff at university when I was involved in the theatre society when I went to university and and kind of seeing stuff in a studio theatre up there that was really kind of it was it was mainly kind of amateur actors who were in the theatre society but seeing it up close and seeing how real it was I guess it was really affecting for me because at that point I wanted to be an actor and I, and it suddenly became a real possibility I guess so I think yeah it was that really it was it was kind of watching and then working on plays as a young adult that had a, the biggest impact on me I think um it wasn't till I was much older that I got to see lots of good theatre <laughs> oh it's amazing once you see something you think why have I waited so long to see it like it was only totally, yeah it was only a couple of years ago that I got to see like Wicked and stuff like that and Les Mis and oh yeah uh, and I've still not seen Phantom, so it's just like crazy the shows I've not seen, but the ones I have seen, it's yeah, been an honor, and the ones yeah, I'm able to yeah, I'm seeing Wicked in a I'm seeing Wicked in a couple of weeks. Actually, I've never seen it either, so yeah, I, I haven't seen any of those big uh, musicals really. So I'm very excited about seeing Wicked. So yeah. What what would you say um, is a production that maybe in the West End, Broadway, or just touring that you wish you would have seen? Like, and did oh. it to you? oh god, what do I wish I'd seen? Well, the Mouse Trap must have finished now, right? No, it's still going. Oh, is it? <laughs> well, I, well, I can't say I wish I'd seen it then because I could still go see it, couldn't I? I guess because it's such an institution. Um, what do I wish I'd seen? Do you know what? I don't, I can't think of one. Um, I'm rubbish at these questions, aren't I? Um, I think all the things that I've really wanted to see, I've gone to see. Um, is there anything that I would have really, well, no, I guess those really big, yeah, West End things like, um, yeah, I've never seen Phantom never seen Les Mis maybe Les Mis everyone says it's worth seeing yeah yeah and I Les Mis is one of my favorite sort of older musicals where I've seen it I've not seen it like some people have seen it seen shows like 20 30 times I've only seen it twice I would say maybe maybe in say 10 years if it's still <laughs> I've seen it like another five times yeah yeah. But there's so, <laughs> there's so many shows out there, and I just want to try. Yeah. What, what would you say your um, heroes are in the theatre in industry? Um, I think I think it's a really exciting time now. I think there's a lot more kind of diversity in terms of the the writers, but also in terms of the shows that are being produced. So I've, you know, I'm a real, I'm a massive fan of of theatres that have really boldly championed new writing. Um, so like, you know, like the Royal Court, I think I nearly always enjoy what I see at the Royal Court. I like theatres that have a really strong commitment to kind of engage in their local community, which the Kiln um, does so well. And, 
the young Vic and I guess the lyric as well. So I guess my heroes tend not to be kind of, yeah, the people that are necessarily making incredible art, but people who are willing to kind of st stick their neck out and say that things could be a little bit different and that maybe we could broaden the audience a little bit more. Um, I think there's some brilliant um, theatre writers kind of in the last sort of 10 years. The ones I love, uh, I think Lucy Kirkwood is absolutely incredible. I haven't seen The Witches yet, but I really want to see that. Um, I think there's some great, um, yeah, some great sort of newer writers coming through that I think it's, yeah, about time we sort of saw them on bigger stages. Uh, Lucy Preble, I think is great as well. Um, I think, um, yeah, I can't think of lots of people at the moment, but uh, if I think of them, I'll drop them in later. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just feel that with theatre, um, um, it's great. There's so many sort of new works that are going on. It's brilliant. It need, I, I do think theatre needs to be like refreshed every sort of five, ten years. Like, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Long-running shows, which are like the staple of Broadway and the West End and everywhere else, but I don't. I just think it's lo lovely, really. And sorry, I lost my train of thought there. What was that? <laughs> yeah, no, it is. It's great that there's such a range of of, of stuff. It's I, I guess one of the problems at the moment, which is really problematic for theatres, is post-pandemic is the cost of running them and that means that that has kind of hit the prices of tickets so I think for a lot of people still it's really inaccessible um, so it's always great when you see some theatres are doing kind of you know like the National always has a kind of lots of kind of special ways of getting cheap tickets um, but I still think it's it's quite prohibitive the cost of going to the theatre which is yeah problematic I think in terms of reaching broader audiences so um yeah, that's one well, of the challenges, I guess. Definitely. I booked tickets the other day to see Peter Pan Goes Wrong because I'm a huge fan of Mischief. <laughs> and, oh, yeah, yeah. And the seats were £20 each. And I thought that wasn't too bad, but then you go and yeah. see, like, see other things. And Yeah, I, that's not sound too bad, yeah. Like... I've paid probably, I think it was £150 each for Lamy's tickets. So that, wow. is, that is a bit expensive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that is just... But, do you know, people do pay it, don't they? I'm always surprised people do. They make a real kind of night of it and, and they pay for their ticket like they would a gig or whatever. I think it's fine. I guess if you're trying to go a lot, I do try and go a lot, particularly see new stuff. And it can get ridiculously expensive but you've yeah there are ways around it like the national you know turning up on the day and getting the cheapest cheapest seats available even for the sort of shows that are selling quite well especially if you you go on your own which i do a lot because i love going to the theater on my own um you can kind of get around it but yeah 150 quid a ticket is it's quite insane, not, that's, it? that's not the most expensive i've seen i think no yeah i can imagine it. Uh, I think people need to be open about ways that they can, like, buy more affordable tickets. Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. 
as I was going to say, but then I immediately forgot, is there is a show out there for everybody. But it could be a play, yeah. it could be anything. There's a show out there for everybody. And I hope, and I believe that. It's just like people who don't usually go to the theatre. Mm. I'm not going to see that because I don't like musicals or I'm not going to see that because I don't yeah. like A, there is something out there for everybody. Yeah, I think the trick is working out which, yeah, ha, ha, choosing what to go see. I, I feel quite lucky because I've got lots of people who, luckily for me, go and see a lot and then tell me whether they think I'll like it or not. So I've got a few friends who know me well enough to know what I like. So I get, yeah, I get sort of uh, advice from friends. But that's the thing is that you don't want to go and because because it isn't cheap. It's always a bit of a risk if you go and then think, well, this this isn't a play for me. But um, yeah, it's nice to have spies who are a bit more culturally active uh, and who give me the heads up about stuff that I want to see. Yeah. Well, what would you say your favourite show is that you've seen um, this year? Oh, God. Uh, this year. I loved, I went, I'm not going to remember the name of it. I went to see, which is really bad. I went to see a show at the National a few weeks ago that was about the life of a woman. It's the life of a woman over kind of three ages. And I can't remember what it was called, which is really bad, isn't it? Um, yeah. Uh, in interviewing a perimenopausal woman is problematic because that all the facts have gone out of your head, even if you've got really good HRT. Um, it was called something like oh, I can't remember. Maybe it was the name of the woman. Anyway, that was really good, really, really great. Um, I can't remember anything beyond that at the moment. <laughs> I'm sure I've seen something else good this year, but no, that was really moving, really. And that was something that I went to kind of on my own and on somebody else's recommendation, actually. My friend Lisa recommended that, and yeah, it was great. So when you go and see a show, do you um, sort of, um, like, look at the reviews or... Um... Do you ask your friends or do you like... I try not to, yeah. I um I ask friends, really. I ask people that I trust because I don't want to kind of, yeah, waste my money. And I don't like looking at reviews because I don't like the whole thing to be spoiled. So I kind of, I do sort of, I might skim, read a review, Um but I really don't want to kind of know everything that's about to happen. So I'm slightly kind of nervous about doing that. So I, yeah, I tend more than anything to rely on, um, yeah, uh, there's sort of five or six friends who go to a lot of theatre who will quite often just ping me what's up and go, you'd love this. And so I do what I'm told. And they're usually right, actually. So, yeah. Yeah, it is, it is hard. Um, do I it is hard with like reviews and stuff because I've been fortunate enough, enough to review a couple of shows. And right. I when I write reviews, I always write it from a positive standpoint. So Okay. I I'm ne I'm never like negative in the reviews I write. So 
um, I was lucky enough to be invited to see Rebecca at the Charing Cross Theatre. Oh, yeah. And that was a separate sort of experience for me because uh, the Charing Cross Theatre is under Charing Cross train station. And uh -huh. you get the train, so that got a bit distracting if <laughs> you play parts. Oh, really? <laughs> that's probably... Uh, you have to try and think really hard. Like, it's just... It's so... I'm honoured to go and see shows, and then it's just nice to talk to people about them. Yeah, yeah. So, um... The, the play that I saw at the National that I loved, I've just checked, I've just checked out the name of the play I saw at the National because I didn't want to not. So it was, it was called The Confessions, I knew it was one word, by Alexander Zeldin. Um, yeah, and was brilliant, really. Yeah, really beautiful piece of writing, actually. So um, if you could be, um, if you can meet anybody theatre-related, Past or present, who would you who would you choose to meet and why? Oh. I think I'd meet Afra Ben, who is um do you know Afra Ben? She's a, a a playwright from a good few hundred years ago and was writing at a time when um it wasn't really the done thing for women to be writing. And she wrote some really brilliant um, comedy. She wrote a, a, a play called The Rover, Restoration Comedy. And um, yeah, I'd quite like to kind of talk to her about what that experience is like. I think people still feel, a lot of us feel like we're still in a minority working in theatre. Um, but um she really was so uh, yeah i'd go for afro ben i reckon i'd go for um go for a drink with her and find out uh a few things about her life and work that's brilliant well what would you say um the nice uh, the nicest little hold on that doesn't well what is the nicest city painting sorry I'm, I'm reading it and i thought Nicest theatre, do you mean as in the kind of the environment itself? The... Yeah, even, even for work or like for seeing, seeing a show. Uh, well, I, like, I, do, I do prefer kind of intimate spaces, really. So I, like, I do like going to see stuff upstairs at the Royal Court where you're right next to... Um, everything that's going on and you can see and hear and kind of feel every kind of breath and and almost and you get a sense that you can I you can hear the thoughts of of, of the characters. Um I guess I guess for a change because I tend to do a lot of that sort of theatre it's nice to go to a proper big cross arch old building. But they're always a nightmare because of the toilets. So that always pisses me off because there's always a massive queue for the toilets at, at the interval. But um, yeah, that's quite fun. I quite like that as a sort of treat. Um, I like the sort of design. I tend, to, I like the kind of aesthetic, the design quite often um, in um, at the Almeida, actually. I think I've seen quite a lot of shows where I've just liked being in that space. Um, 
and then there's some sort of beautiful kind of old I get like uh, I was just thinking about door spaces as well which are quite great so like the Minac is beautiful and places where you're kind of yeah in a place you wouldn't expect to be watching theatre and the and the landscape is is absolutely part of what you're watching yeah there is so many so many venues it's just like you see someone you think oh that's looks nice but then you see others which look absolutely amazing it's just like the yeah it's the, yeah it's yeah, yeah. like beautiful architecture and like design yeah yeah Aside from being a I'm also, I also think one of the things that amazes me. Sorry, Go what? On, sorry. <laughs> uh, what were you going to say? I was just, I was just going to say, as well as the kind of space of theatres, the thing that gets me every time is the transformation of a space that designers can make, and I'm just astounded at that as someone who has no kind of visual skill whatsoever. Uh, I, I, I kind of. Um, yeah, how you go into a space and then within minutes it becomes something else. It's kind of really magical, isn't it? Um, yeah. Yeah, it's a, like it's just amazing how like maybe simple like the sets are, but how amazing they look at the same time. It's just like yeah, yeah, so lovely to see. So it is. Like, yeah, it's really. So aside from being being involved in writing, what what do you like? What what do you, what sort of thing do you like do, doing? What when I'm not writing? Not writing, not acting, not involved in theatre. Uh, I like running. Uh, I'm I'm a I'm a late convert to running. So um, I started running about four years ago. And I love that. And I live in Brighton. Um, so I love kind of walking by the sea and running by the sea. And I should swim in the sea more often than I do, but I'm a bit of a wuss with the cold water. But uh, I do love it when I do it. Um, what else do I like doing? Uh, I love, well, I love, uh, I love going to the pictures. I love uh, cinema. So I spend quite a lot of time in the cinema. Um, yeah. That's it. Food. I like eating a lot. So and I like cooking. So um, yeah, food, walking, running, films. They're the top ones, I think. What what would you say like in the next year are your favourite like shows, either wherever they are, that you're looking forward to see? Oh, I I really want to see Lucy Kirkwood's The Witches. Uh, the adaptation of the Roald Dahl that's on at the National. I, my kids are too, are sort of not kids really anymore. They're teenagers. So I was thinking, I don't know if I'm supposed to take children, but I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go anyway. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that um, when I go. Um, I don't know what else is coming up, actually. Um, like I say, I tend to kind of not really know until I get a message from somebody saying, go see this, you'll like it. Um, yeah, I don't know what there is that's um, that's coming up that I'm looking forward to. 
I shall wait to be told what to go and see. What are you looking forward to seeing that's coming up soon? Um, I thought there, there's so many. It's just, um, um, I'm looking forward to see P Peter Pan Goes Wrong. I've not seen that. I've only seen seen it on TV. Um, okay. Hades Town, loads of stuff. <laughs> like, like, oh, yes, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, what else is there? A um, couple of others. I thought I, I, I'll, I'll see them all. I'm also looking forward to as well. Uh, my local theatre has just recently reopened, so I'm not. I'm trying oh, great. to do that as well. So, I, I, which theatre is that? It's called the Granville Theatre in um, Ramsgate. And okay, it, so it, is it, has it been closed for kind of renovation? Uh, no, no, so it was closed like from COVID and then it is sort of okay. last year. So I just want to try and help that out a bit. And then, okay, great. There's a couple of other, of other theatres I want to help as well, which are the Margate Theatre Royal and the Margate Winter Gardens. Uh, Oh, great. I actually I'm actually based in Margate, so I live between like the those three theatres. So Okay, great. I want to try and help. Yeah, I've got I live as I said, I live in Brighton, so I yeah, there, there's there's often quite good stuff on at the dome in Brighton and um and also at the out at Sussex University, the uh, Attenborough Centre. The creative arts has some good stuff. I'm going to a gig there tonight, actually, not a theatre thing, but yeah, there's good. And then we have the the festival as well in May, so that's quite a, a yeah, that's a great chance to catch like lots of new stuff and in sort of smaller venues as well as the dome and the bigger venues that are part of that. So yeah, feel quite lucky being here. What well, what would you say your favourite plays or or musical? But your all-time favourite? I think, I don't know if I've got a favourite play, but a, a play that really, um, that, I, that really affected me and I still kind of think about a lot is um, a play by Anthony Nielsen, Scottish playwright, and it's called The Wonderful World of Dissocia. And it was on at the Royal Court about, it must be like 15, 20 years ago. Um, and I just thought it was really, there was just something about it uh, that was really affecting. I thought it was really, it's about um, mental health and it was just really brilliantly done. It was a brilliant concept and, and the performances were great and the space was great. And I just thought it was a very affecting exploration of, yeah, of mental health. Um, and I still think of it as one of the plays that's kind of had the biggest kind of effect on me. Um, that's definitely up there. Um, and then I think, yeah, I think most of Lucy Kirkwood's stuff uh, that I've seen, I've loved. Um, Alice Birch, I think is great. Nearly everything I see I've heard is great. Um, I'm sure there's other stuff that I've seen that's been really but no one comes to mind as much as the wonderful world of dissocia i don't know what it was about it that just yeah it's just really great 
Um, so if you could be inv involved in um, a theatre piece. Oh, also, also, sorry, I've just remembered a musical. I just remembered a musical because I never talk about musicals because I hardly ever go. But I did see Tina the musical and thought it was absolutely bloody brilliant. I've, <laughs> that's not, that was a that's a yeah yeah. Uh, I I've not I've not seen Tina actually. What what? I uh, really I can very strongly recommend it. So what um musicals? If you could see what would what ones would you want to see? I don't know. Oh, I really would love to see Hamilton. I've never seen Hamilton and everybody says it's absolutely incredible. So that's the only one, I think. Yeah, as I say, I'm going to see Wicked in a couple of weeks, which will be great. Um, yeah, I have to be led on musicals because it's not my thing. So somebody has to tell me. And and I went to see Tina because of some work I was doing with um, Tonic, who are a great organisation who do equality and diversity work. And um. And I went to see Tina because of that. And I wasn't expecting to love it quite as much as I did. And it was absolutely incredible production. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, musicals, I'm a, a bit uh, green on, I'm afraid. What would you um Hold on. So if we go back... Um to um your two truths one lie would you be able to reveal what the lie is i will when i remember oh yeah the lie is the gymnast i was never a junior gymnast champion uh the other two about the science test and the bagpipes were true yeah that's brilliant thank you and so um you might have seen we're coming up to like the nine minutes remaining say that again um, there's a timer um, where we it, the time's running out. So, um, would you be able to tell me where you can find your work and what you're up to next? And then, yeah. So the 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 thing that's on next is a play um, that National Youth Theatre have commissioned, which is all about Ada Lovelace, and um, it's uh, on from next week, I believe, for about 10 days at um, their at MIT's uh, place on Holloway Road. And it's a play about, so Ada Lovelace was a, a mathematician. She's kind of known as the world's first computer programmer um, because she, um, she kind of basically, and this is what we say in the play, it's not quite strictly accurate, but she, she basically invented computer code about a hundred years before anybody else did about 100 years before Alan Turing did. Uh, and actually he used some of her kind of formula, her calculations when he was working. Um, and she was just really ahead of her time. She was the daughter of Lord Byron, the poet. Uh, and she was just an amazing kind of mathematician and woman. So the play is about her, um, but it's also, she kind of travels through time and meets uh, a modern day character so we kind of use it to kind of explore stuff around friendship and family and identity. Um, and it's been really brilliantly directed by Andy Wyman um, and with a cast of young uh, actors, NYT members who are all incredible. I saw them in rehearsals last week. So that's the next thing that's on. Uh, and then 
the other stuff that I'm working on is all TV stuff, actually. So um, after Ada, I'll be kind of getting my head down into some TV drama writing. Um, but yeah, Ada is definitely worth checking out uh, at National Youth Theatre from, I believe it's the 30th, but it may be the 1st of December through to the 9th, I think. Um, and yeah, that's a, a play that's kind of aimed at young people, but really anybody who wants to know anything about a brilliant kick-ass mathematician called Ada Lovelace. That's brilliant, thank you. And do you have any socials or website that we can find you? No, I don't. <laughs> I'm not on anything. Okay. Otherwise, I'd never get any work done. That is very true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bad enough as it is. I don't need any more distractions. So, yeah, I don't. That's brilliant. Thank you. Well, um, nice to talk to you. And you. Um, I'll, I'll try and see if I can pop down and see Ada. Um, yeah, please do. Yeah, have a look on the MIT website. And um, yeah, see if you can come along. There's shows in the afternoon and evening. So there's quite a lot of shows in that time, even though it's a short run. So um, do come. It's, yeah, it's looking great already. That's brilliant. Uh, th yeah, thank you so much for your time. Good luck with everything that thank you're you. Thank you very much. Lovely to talk to you. See you later. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening or watching the this episode of Tim Talk Said podcast. You can follow me on all social media at Tim Talk Theater. You can go to my website timtalkcenter.co.uk. If you have um, a production you want to uh, be featured in an episode of the Tim Talk Said podcast, you can um, send me an email. My email is timtalkcenter at gmail.com. If you want to see Ada, it's at the Workshop Theatre from Friday the 1st of December to Saturday the 9th of December. Thank you for listening. Have a great rest of the day, whatever you're doing. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Stage Spot podcast. You can find Tim Talk Theatre on social media. We're on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube and Twitter, which is now called X. You can also visit our website, timtalkstheatre.co.uk or you can send me an email, timtalkstheatre at gmail.com.